Hello and welcome to the John and Christian Podcast. Today we are going to talk about Wishing Movie News. I'll give John's joke of the week and then we are going to review Incredibles 2. Hit the music. Booyah. Hello and welcome to the John and Christian Podcast, episode 16. I'm here with my good friend, John Kellis. John, say what's up. What up? I hope everybody is doing well um, amidst the quarantine. It's currently Memorial Day uh, when we're recording this, so happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. I know it's raining pretty heavy here in good old Plano, Texas. What about over there in California, John? Well, it's pretty sunny out right now. It's like party party cloudy to sunny days. All right, so you're going to hit the pool? There's no pool in my ha- my place. Okay, that's okay. The next year, next year you'll hit the pool. It has been about a month since we recorded, or two months since we recorded our last one. We've had some pretty big movie news over the past couple weeks, especially over this past week. Um, John, why don't you start us off with the Snyder Cut? Well, the Snyder Cut, I heard it's going to be auto- on HBO Max. Um, I... Um, the reason is like four hours because the studio wants to have it sorting the movie up, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically what the Snyder cut is, is the director of Justice League. What's his first name, John? Zack Snyder. Yeah. Zack Snyder. Um, his original cut for the Justice League movie was about four hours long. And then the production company um, made him shorten it. Um, and therefore, the movie pretty much sucked. So everybody's been begging to see the Snyder Cut. And they just came to a deal. And it's going to come out in um, 2021 on HBO Max. So that's big news. Big news in the superhero realm. Huge news. Huge news. Um, is, you know what's actually kind of weird about cuts? Like, you know, there's like different directors doing different types of cuts. Yeah, what do you movies. mean? Um, there's like there's a multiple cuts in Blade Runner, the first one. Oh wow! There's a director's cut, the final cut, the first cut. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I guess when you get your DVDs, you probably get all the extra cuts, huh? Yeah, I have the extra cuts, and also most, well, not almost all of them, I have like special editions or stuff like that. Wow, that's big time! I don't have those. I might have to yeah, borrow. The special editions you had to use to have them because you can watch behind the scenes because of that. If you don't have a movie that doesn't have like um more content about making the by making by the making of the film. Oh, interesting! I might have to borrow this from you, John. Um, in other news, we have Christopher Nolan is still pushing for Tenet to be released in theaters, which will be interesting because most theaters are still shut down, and I think it's slated to come out in July. Um, Spike Lee has a movie coming out on Netflix on June twelfth. That'll be huge. And then we have King of Staten Island, Pete Davidson, and Judd Apatow directing it. Mm. That is going to come out on demand, I believe, sometime in July. But that'll be interesting too. Yeah, that it will be. It will that, be. Yeah, that, that's some. Uh, 
that's about the biggest movie news you're going to get amidst a quarantine when all the theaters are shut down and production is pretty much paused. So um, pretty excited about those. I hope Tenet comes out in theaters. That'll be interesting. But Or, or VOD. Or VOD, yeah, yeah. But um, per demand, it's time for John's Joke of the Week. So let, let's hear this, John. Don't make it that lame. It won't be. Okay. What is Pixar's Lamp favorite restaurant? Pixar's Pixar's Lamp. Yes. Favorite restaurant. So bouncy lamp from the. Uh, um, I don't know. What is it? I hop. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was fitting. Have... That was that was fitting too because we're doing Incredibles today. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one I want to say. Why should you never borrow Rick Estelle's complete collection of Pixar movies? I don't know. I don't even know who Rick Castell is. He's the guy that's like, when you lock you up, let me down. Oh, Rick Astley? Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Rick Rolled guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, the, the answer is he's never going to give give you up. Oh, wow. Clever. <laughs> All right. Well done, man. Well done. Well, let's hop. Let's hop right into this review, man. You ready? Yes, I am. Watch after Jack Jack. I thought we were going to go. You with... heard your mother. You're not sticking me with babysitting. We want to fight bad guys. I give you bad guys. On June 15th, they're more than incredible. They're family. Change math. Mm, math is math. Okay, math Dad. is math. <laughs> Disney Pixar's Incredibles 2. Ready PG. All right, John. Incredibles 2. Yes. Come, let's came talk out, about it. Came out 14 years after Incredibles 1, but we finally got it. I know you got a bunch of stuff written down, so why don't you why don't you tell us about the budget, tell us about some of the actors, um, and just the general details about the movie. Make sure you're talking to the mic, too. Okay, got it. Got it. All right. Okay. Uh, let me... <laughs> um, the, bu- the budget of the film is $200 million. Um, it's too much- There's a lot of money to make because of uh, computer CGI animation stuff. Yeah. And cinematography and, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the box always gross for the film, like, all in one. It's one one point two hundred and forty three billion dollars. Oh my gosh! It and also the guy who directed it and also wrote the movie is Brad Bird himself. He wrote and directed his film. Okay, good for him. Um, for the starring cast, I've got to name some a few, not a lot of the okay. actors. Well, basically, just all the stars of the film, like the family and Frozone. Yeah. There's Greg T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, those are big time. Dang. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for telling us about that. I didn't realize it made so much money at the box office. No problem. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get straight into some of the scenes, dude. Okay, so the movie opens up with Underminer. And I thought after the opening scene that he was going to be the main villain of the movie. And then we never saw him again. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that though. I thought he was gonna be. That'd be awesome. Like, I do not know who's the voice of the Underminer. Yeah, I don't know either. 
Um, and then I'm just, I just wrote down a couple of my few favorite scenes. So if you have any, you want to throw in there, feel free. But then I got Jack, Jack getting his powers. That was my favorite scene of the movie. Oh, same, same. Yeah. When he was wrestling yeah. the raccoon. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is the funniest part I ever seen. Like wherever like in the, during the movie of the movie, like when he was watching TV and he realized there's like stripes of the eyes and the TV yeah, and yeah. they look at the raccoon. They have exact same mask. It says, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, that was that, that was a pretty good scene, man." And you you get to see all of the different power. Not probably not all of them, but most of the different powers that Jack Jack has all in one scene as he battles the raccoon. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then one of my favorite scenes was when Jack Jack gets taken to Edna. Oh. Yeah. That that was pretty nostalgic, huh? Oh, yes. And not mode. No caps. <laughs> no capes. No capes. <laughs> um, that was good. I liked the little suit she made for Jack-Jack with the flame retardant. Made, put him out from combustion. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty good. Um, and then I have uh, Helen saving the city when she gets commissioned to, uh, or saving the train. Um, when she's the you know chosen superhero from the Devers, I thought that scene was awesome. Yeah. You like that one? Oh, I enjoy that. Like the cinematography and the editing in that part is immaculate. That's pretty good, dude. And it's cool to see how clever Elastigirl can be with her powers too. Like she can stretch and be like a parachute. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I have that. Like, <laughs> my superhero, if I want to be lazy. Stress my arms, give myself a soda or something to eat. Soda. Go, I'm just messing with you. We'll be walking. <laughs> no, you. I already told you. You kind of look more like Jack Jack. No, I'm more like Dash. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I, see. I have the hair of the Dash. Like if I'm Jack Jack, my hair must be up, not floating. Okay. Okay, I believe you. Jack Jack doesn't really have hair yet though, because he's a little baby. Oh, true. Um, next scene. Oh, I liked when they get introduced to the uh, the other supers. Oh yeah, the wannabes. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I uh, I thought that the portal girl avoid. I thought Void. her her uh, her superpower was pretty clever. And I also thought the guy I don't know his name, but they can like crush things by just moving his fingers. Like it, that was the most. That superpower is so unfair. Like he would win any battle. <laughs> he could oh, just crush anything. Definitely. Right? <laughs> yeah. how, how about this huge guy with super? I'm not sure a guy or a woman because I'm from Wisconsin. Oh guy. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a guy or a woman. Like, I think it's a guy. The, no, no. In in the behind the scenes, when I, when I was watching behind the scenes, um, we just talk about the characters and. They said that super strong, like, you know, the guy with a flower, it says, I'm from Wisconsin. That's actually a woman. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. See, this is why, this is why I have you, man. You got all the, the fascinating details from behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. I know it's so boring when I talk about behind the scenes, but I understand there's like, and because films are art form, so we had to talk about the, actual art itself yeah no i agree i'm 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 glad you know about it huh yeah 
And then kind of the the last big thing, what you think about, or at what point did you think Evelyn Dever or the Devers in general were bad? I I can see the brother not not bad not a bad not a bad guy, but it was um I'm not sure exactly how I felt. I from the first second we met them, I thought they were both bad. I had a feeling that they were bad. But they weren't both bad. No. Only Evelyn was bad. Only Evelyn wants the super to be illegal. I know. I know. So that that was actually a pretty good twist, in my opinion. I like that part. Yeah, I like it too. Like, you know, like, the brother is like the mix of good and bad, but he's actually good than bad. Yeah. Well, the brother's pretty much good the whole time, right? Well, like, you know, he's like a business, selling cars, like talking really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he can't be trusted is basically what you're saying. He, well, basically he cannot be trusted. Oh, okay. <laughs> but who really couldn't be trusted was Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Um, you got any other scenes that stood out to you? I like the the boat scene. The boat scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, the The final scene where they kind of all come together. Yeah. That was a good one. And also my other favorite one is when the wannabes um, was that, um, take, come to the um, to the house to get the incredible ch- children. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know what I like about that scene, dude? The Incredible. Oh, yes, yes. That is pure nostalgia. That is. Like, before before the couple was there, like you know my favorite part is that when I would void like like you know what I mean? Like making a you know what I mean, a void. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like when dad was running and he, he was running at the same time. Yeah, that was uh that that was a good one, dude. I that I was, uh that was trippy. Because we hadn't seen the Incredible until since the like opening scene from Incredibles one, right? Well, no, not that one. Because when when Bob was mm-hmm. watching the TV, and this famous guy from a from TV um, said, uh, well, basically Bob says it's like beyond repair, and they repair, and also they repair. Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It was the millionaires car now yeah he was so upset he got really upset he grabbed the key from the incredible bill and started up just start up and take and make that car go where he is yeah he like summoned it with the button yeah okay here's my here's a big gripe i had with the movie we didn't get a where's my super suit quote yeah that's true. I hated that. <laughs> Me too. We needed it, man. I'll be there. I'll be there, ASAP. You, you better be home, ASAP. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was a close second. Yeah, um, that was a close second because we. You know what's odd about that scene? We'd never seen Frozone, Frozone's Samuel L. Jackson's wife in the movie. I know. I kind of like that though. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Mysterious. Who's the voice of Mrs. Frozone? Or I, I, I do not know her. Her name is. I don't know. 
I really want to know. <laughs> I love Edna, char- the, the character of Edna, a yeah. lot. Yeah. Okay, so general thoughts. Did you like it better than the first one, less than the first one? Well, the first one has lower budget of the film, I think. Um, Probably, the, yeah. The better the... I think the better the budget will be better the movie. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I, I think in I, this case that's right. I agree. I like the second one better. I like the second one better too. Okay. So how many salamis would you give it out of 10? Before we jump into our categories. Um, I'll say I'll give it 9.4 salamis. That's a lot of salamis, dude. I'd give it like 7.8. Overall, pretty good movie. Disney movies usually aren't my favorite, but this one was a good one. Well, <laughs> well, you better heads up because you know we're like talking about like Pixar in the in the thing with Palace Community thing. We're doing a Pixar yeah, film, yeah, yeah. and I was thinking to be like a theme, like doing Pixar films for the Palace Community, and by doing that, we had to do our own review on different. You know, Pixar films. Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. We just got to make sure they're on Netflix to make them easily accessible. All right. Oh, just, what's, it's not just going to be on Netflix. It's on Disney Plus. Everyone has Disney Plus now. Oh, that's true. I forget. We could do Disney Plus too. And, and, and Pixar is on Disney Plus because uh-huh. it's owned by Disney. That's a great point. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into these categories. Okay. All right. First one's called Egg Hunt. Disney movies are notorious for their Easter eggs. So I have three Easter eggs that I found on the internet. I'm going to read them to you, and you're going to tell me which one's your favorite, okay? Got it. All right. There's This one's titled, A Dialogue Nod to Ghostbusters. Helen thinks she's caught the screenslaver, but something feels off about the whole thing. It was too easy, and the guy she caught was a pizza delivery guy, not a scientific genius. To convince her she's imagining things, Evelyn Dever notes Einstein was a patent clerk. It's an almost exact duplicate of a famous line from Ghostbusters when Peter Vinkman is trying to convince Ray Stans they'll be okay without funding from Columbia University. You like that one? Yeah, sounds a little complicated. A little complicated? Basically, they just use the same quote from uh, Ghostbusters, which I know you're a uh, Ghostbusters fan. Way- I I know I know that, but like the like you know when you give out the question, the question yeah. looks a little complicated. Oh yeah, okay. All right, here's the second Easter egg. Okay, it's called A one one three in a new way. So A one one three is a reference to a classroom at the California Institute of the Arts, where many Pixar filmmakers studied. In this sequence of letters and numbers appears somewhere in every Pixar film, John. That's pretty cool. I already know that. Oh, you did? Okay. In Incredibles 2, it's in the final scene when Violet and Tony finally go on their first date. According to the marquee, the film that's playing is Dementia A113, a reference not just to the Pixar Easter egg, but to Francis Ford Coppola's first film as a director, Dementia 13. That movie came out in 1963 as well, so it fits within the previously established mid-60s timeline. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. You don't seem too, uh, too blown yeah, away it by is, that. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> it, is, it is cool. I <laughs> don't get it at all. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Um, all right. I think you'll get this last one, though. Okay, so this okay. one's titled Press the Button. 
At the end of Incredibles 2, Mr. Incredibles is under the DevTech ship trying to move the rudder. Violet and Dash are in charge of pulling him back up by pressing a button, and at one point they're bickering back and forth, push the button, not yet. That exchange is an almost exact duplicate of the end of the first Incredibles, when Elastigirl is waiting for the Omnidroid to get into position and Mr. Incredible yells, push the button on Syndrome's remote, and she replies, not yet. That's pretty cool. Wow. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, it's like almost identical to the first one. All right, so out of those three Easter eggs, we have Ghostbusters, A113, and Press the Button. Which one was your favorite? Um, the, the classroom one. The classroom one. Okay, A113. There we go. That was a good one. I like that one too. My yeah. favorite one was probably Push the Button. Or actually the Ghostbusters one is pretty interesting too. All right, now well, we're just... going to... Yeah, that, I see that. The good place is my favorite thing, too. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to give out our award for best acting, but in this case, it's going to be best voice acting. Who do you got, John? Um, okay. Um, I'm going to do a voice. Um, If I do a voice, you have to figure out what character and movie it is. Well, it has to be from Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles? We're, 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 yeah, from Incredibles 2. We're, try, we're saying who we thought was the best voice actor. Oh, oh, who thought? Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say is Greg T. Nelson. Okay, what character? Um, Bob Parr. Okay, Mr. Incredible himself. Okay, oh. mine, mine, John, is Jack-Jack. Mm-hmm. I know you guys say that. <laughs> Although he doesn't say a lot of actual words. I'm a big Jack-Jack fan in general. I was rooting for him. Okay, so now, John, our final our final uh, category, titled Write It Down. We're going to vote on the best quote. I wrote down three quotes, okay? So I'll read. Oh, wait, you didn't tell me to write it down. No, no, I said, <laughs> I said that's the title of the category. But I, you oh. don't have to write anything down. All right. First quote from Bob Dever. Did I say Mr. Incredible when you said that quote a minute ago? Or when you said voice acting? Yes. Okay, I didn't mean that. I, did I? I believe you did. Okay, okay. All right, well, this one's from Bob Dever. You have powers. Yeah, baby. Not Bob Dever. This one's from Bob Parr. My bad. I wrote this down wrong. Okay, first quote, John. You have Hi. powers. Yeah, baby. This is when Mr. Incredible finds out Jack-Jack has powers. Yes. That's a great scene. In a great uh, quote. Definitely. All right, next one. If you want to get out of the hole, first you got to pick up the shovel. Rick Dicker. Uh, That's a pretty good quote. Not really funny or fun, but it's like kind of has some real life uh, meaning to it. Yeah. All right. Last one. This one's from Edna. The fire retardant is blackberry lavender, darling. Effective, edible, and delicious. I like that one. You like that one? All right. There's your pick, dude. I'd probably go with you of powers. Yeah, baby. Dude, what would you, would you want to try? Black lavender fire retardant? Would you eat it? If it's eatable, yes. Okay. According to Edna, it's edible. That could be your new favorite food. True. <laughs> All right. You got any, you got any last words to say about Incredibles? 
Um, all I gotta say, this movie is incredible. Wow. Wow. Is that a pun? Yes. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> Just now. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure you get the pun. Oh, I get the pun? What do you mean? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Incredibles 2 is great. Thank you guys for listening. We're doing a... Uh, so, John and I are in charge of a pals um i guess message board and it is called saturday at the movies so this was our movie for this past saturday um basically what we do is we just kind of like pick a movie and then we talk about it on saturdays so that was our movie from this past week um i think we're going to try to do a podcast with each one just because it makes sense and so we haven't picked our movie for next week but once we do we will um probably record next sunday and then uh that's that but yeah that's what uh if you if any of you guys are involved with pals and you have a community account you guys should join us on saturdays right john yes come hang out yes all right any last words what i want to say is um honey where's my super suit <laughs>